Good evening, everyone, and welcome to the eighth annual Progress Iowa Holiday Party. My name is Matt Sinovic, and I'm the Executive Director of Progress Iowa, and it is my pleasure to welcome you to this year's event. Now, like so many other events during this challenging year, this one looks a little bit different. We're not coming to you from a theater or a ballroom. We're coming to you from my living room. But I am so glad that you're here because we have a terrific lineup for you tonight that will hopefully inform and inspire you to take action in the new year. You're gonna hear from Progress Iowa's own staff about how you can do a better job of standing up for what you believe in. You're gonna hear from Iowa's elected officials and some of our former candidates about the work that they're doing for progressive change. And we're giving away two awards this year, the Marsha Nichols Progressive Advocate of the Year Award to someone who, sh who has done, gone above and beyond to promote progressive values, and the Harkin Hero Award, this year given to a group of Iowa elected officials who have done just amazing work for progressive change and equality in our state. And before we get to the program, I wanna stop and take a moment to recognize where we're at in our state and in our country at this time. And I wanna go back to the last few election cycles before I talk about 2020. In 2016, we had an election year that did not turn out how we wanted. In 2018, especially in Iowa, we saw real progress being made. And in 2020, we saw a little bit of a mix of both. We are so thrilled that President-elect Biden and Vice President-elect Kamala Harris will soon be inaugurated uh, in January. But in Iowa, we, we, we faced some real challenges and some setbacks. But in each year, it's funny because in each year, um, people ask me the same question. What's next for Progress Iowa? After 2016, after 2018, and after 2020, what's next for Progress Iowa and what should we do next? And my answer has always been the same. We have to stay in this fight together. We have to keep fighting for what we all believe in whether we have uh, an election result that we agree with, whether we have an election result that we don't agree with. We have to continue fighting shoulder to shoulder for our shared progressive values. And that's what Progress Iowa is gonna continue to do. And that's what I hope that you will take away from tonight's event. Some good information and some good tips for, for advocacy and frankly, some inspiration as we head into 2021. Now you're also gonna hear from two national leaders tonight. We're ending the night with Senator Amy Klobuchar from Minnesota. And uh, right now, it is my pleasure to kick it off with our friend, Senator Cory Booker from New Jersey. Progress Iowa, it's Cory Booker. Congratulations. Why am I congratulating you? Because it's your eighth annual holiday party. And it's a holiday party like no other, I am sure, because of the challenging, difficult year that 2020 has been. But I want to thank you. It is a time for celebration your commitment to making progressive ideals real, your connection to tens of thousands of Iowans, igniting them, informing them, inspiring them, getting us to act together for change. So celebrate, please enjoy yourselves and know that 2021 will be a better year because of you. Senator Booker, thank you so much for speaking tonight. Um, it is clear from your inspirational message tonight through the many campaign events that you held uh, while campaigning here in our state, 
why so many people were drawn to you and your positive energy. We will take that, uh, we'll take that call to action and that message forward into the new year and know that we are in this fight with you and thank you for all that you do. Now, some elected officials who have been joining us in that mission to stand up for working families and promote equality and, and justice are the next group of speakers that it is my pleasure to introduce. We uh, at Progress Iowa, we hold conservatives accountable, but we also lift up our shared progressive values. And you will find no better partners than this next group of speakers. Hi there, Cindy Axney here, your Congresswoman from Iowa's third district. I hope everyone is staying safe and healthy these days and that you're staying in touch with friends and family, even though we're still social distancing. First and foremost, I want to extend a hearty congratulations to all the wonderful folks at Progress Iowa for putting together this fantastic holiday party. And even though we're still dealing with this pandemic, I'm grateful we're able to come together and celebrate the holidays, as well as the work we've accomplished this past year. And it speaks volumes that Progress Iowa has continued its activism despite unprecedented challenges. It truly goes to show that Iowans are as tough as they come. So I've been taking your fight with me to Washington throughout the past two years. Even with constant gridlock and the pandemic, I've still been able to get a lot done for our great state. It's why I voted for a bipartisan package that lowers prescription drug prices and strengthens protections for people with pre-existing conditions. And I've co-sponsored legislation that was signed into law, which permanently funds the Land and Water Conservation Fund, something dear to my heart. It restores and repairs our lakes, rivers, and national and state parks. And I introduced a measure that would fund a national climate bank to invest in clean energy and energy emissions reductions projects by supporting private sector jobs. So even though we face significant challenges in the weeks and months ahead, I'm so grateful for the support of everyone at Progress Iowa. Your enthusiastic activism and continued defense of our progressive Iowa values are inspiring and absolutely worthy of celebrating. So thanks again, happy holidays, and I hope to see you all soon. Hi everyone, Dave Loebsack here. I hope you're doing well and I hope you're being safe. And I just wanna say what a great party this could be if only we could all be together, but we're in a different situation now. We're still gonna celebrate Progress Iowa and all that it's done for Iowans over the years. Especially I wanna thank Matt. He's been a champion of progressive causes. He's really been tireless putting together events, inviting people to Iowa and moving the ball forward. I also want to thank my staff and all the volunteers who've worked with me over the years. You know, this is the end of my 14th year, the end of my time in Congress. And I couldn't have done this had it not been for all those people who put in all that time for me, both on the campaign trail and my professional staff as well, my congressional staff. They've been absolutely fantastic. I've done what I could over the years to try to work for progressive causes. It's been difficult from time to time, obviously, uh, just because of the situation as it is in Iowa, especially these last couple of presidential campaigns have been very, very difficult for those of us who are trying to do what we can to move the ball forward for average Iowans. I can promise you my retirement. I am going to continue to do everything I can on that front. I'll work with anyone to make sure that we can uplift those who have been in the middle class and have fallen out, those who want to get into it, and making sure that we're there for folks in Iowa and around the country who want to make it. 
and make it in this economy. I'm happy that we've got Joe Biden and Kamala Harris coming into office. Maybe we're going to get the Senate as well. That'd be wonderful. But I will continue to do my part going forward. Again, thanks, everybody. Have a good holiday season. And most of all, be careful and be safe. Thanks. Hey, everybody. J.D. Shulton here. And I just want to say, you know, 2020 was not uh, a year that, that we'll look back on fondly for a lot of different reasons. But with that, there is also the future. And, and the new year is fastly approaching. And then we think about uh, races ahead. We got a, a governor's race. We got a Senate race. We got redistricting. And we got a lot of work to do. But there's optimism to be had. And the foundation of winning in a lot of important races in 2022 starts in 2021. And I'm not sure what's next for me, but I am committed to shaping the party and I'm committed to helping Democrats win all across the state of Iowa. So with that, I just want to say happy holidays to everybody. And hopefully, hopefully, by the time the corn feed comes around, we can all gather together. So with that, uh, take care, everybody, and be safe. Thank you again to Congresswoman Cindy Axney, Congressman Dave Loebsack, and J.D. Shulton. I especially want to give a heart, uh, heartfelt thank you um, and, and congratulations on retirement to Congressman Dave Loebsack. This is someone who has been a steadfast champion for Iowa's working families and really has been a, a model congressman since he, since he was first elected. Um, he has been a, a, just a tried and true partner for our organization and for so many others across the state. So we owe Congressman Dave Loebsack a big thank you and we wanna wish him the best as he, as he enters his retirement. Now, our, our, our last speaker of the night is, is a friend to so many in our state. She campaigned here uh, uh, for president. She, she really left her mark and is someone who, uh, who has a, a self-described title of, of the senator next door, um, someone who, who does, who literally is our next door neighbor to the north, um, but also can be just razor sharp and tough when she's standing up for working families and our shared progressive values. So at this time, it is my pleasure to turn it over to our friend, Senator Amy Klobuchar of Minnesota. Hello and happy holidays. You know, it is hard to believe that just a year ago, almost exactly a year ago, I was in the middle of a Iowa statewide barnstorm, finishing up my tour of all of Iowa's 99 counties. And I just remember so many fun moments, including touring some kind of planetarium, and you know where it is, uh, late at night where they kept it open so I could go see it. Uh, including having um, breakfast pizza in our bus um, and just all the wonderful people and so many of you that we saw along the way. And luckily the green bus did fit nicely with all of the holiday decor. So a lot has changed since then. Um, we know it hasn't been an easy year. I think you all know that in Iowa. That was a tough year in Teresa's Senate race as well as um, with Abby's and Rita's um, and JD's. Um, I'm so glad my friend Cindy, uh, who I know is with you today, um, uh, pulled it out. And I don't think we should view this at all um, as the future of what's going to happen in Iowa, because the future is going to be progress uh, when it comes to justice, equality, when it comes to our country. And I also think uh, that we had a lot to celebrate on election night. 
And we know what that is. That would be uh, the amazing election of my friends Joe Biden and Kamala Harris. Uh, and I think when they um, take that stage on Inauguration Day, literally people are going to break out crying because, uh, for one thing, there's a lot of people that spend every night trying to govern themselves. I'm talking about regular citizens. They lay in bed going, okay, how am I going to get the vaccine delivered? What am I going to do? Um, and they won't have to do that anymore. And the second reason is that every little girl and boy in this country, when they see the daughter of immigrants and our first African-American vice president, our first woman vice president take that stage, they're going to know that anything and everything is possible. So that is a lot to celebrate, Progress Iowa. That is a lot of progress. So we also know that more Americans voted in 2020 than in any other election in U.S. history. Okay, I can't let an event go by without doing a little Minnesota thing. Guess which state had the highest voter turnout? That's right. It is your neighbor to the north. Four out of five people voted. Not eligible, not registered voter. People, four out of five eligible voters voted. And that's a pretty cool thing. Uh, we flipped Arizona. We won in Georgia. Uh, we made headway in states like uh, North Carolina. And yes, we built that blue wall that I talked about so often in the presidential campaign around Michigan and Wisconsin and Pennsylvania. And we made Donald Trump pay for it. You know, I've talked to Abby and Rita. I know uh, that there is great things for them in the future. They're such uh, incredible public servants um, and there will be more to come. And Cindy, I am just proud to share the screen with you tonight. We have two runoffs going on in Georgia, so our work isn't done. Uh, literally, the polls, not that we trust polls anymore, but uh, the polls are tied in those states. Uh, they're both incredible candidates, so we are really working on that in the U.S. Senate right now. And then as well as pandemic relief and making sure we get something done uh, for the people of this country. Um, and one of my friend's husband is an infectious disease doctor. And she told me when she turned on the TV and saw those first vaccines being shipped in those trucks out of Michigan, she just started to sob. Uh, there is a lot of emotion, and I know you're feeling it too, in our country right now. And a lot of pride in our frontline workers, a lot of pride in our healthcare workers, um, and then a lot of people that have gone through tragedy. There's a lot of empty chairs right now at those holiday meals. Um, and my own husband survived, of course, but he got really sick. So I know what that was like to have only depending on those nurses and doctors to hold up the cell phone um, as he was on oxygen in the hospital. Way too many people have had that experience. And way too many people are looking for some sanity and compassion in government. We also know that it's been hard for so many employees, rural areas, if they don't have good enough broadband, you know, and you've got moms with their toddlers on their knees trying to do their work on their laptops and first graders learning to use the mute button. I'll say they're better at it than U.S. senators, but that's for another day. Um, but it has been a long, hard year. And I think one of the things that we all need to do is to turn our attention away from what has happened to what will happen, to build on the momentum, to give people that hope. Because part of what happened, I talked to Teresa and Abby, uh, is nationally, it wasn't just them. They were great candidates. What happened was uh, that because I think of our understandable focus on the pandemic, we had to. We had Donald Trump out there building wedges all the time, uh, 
spurting out lies all the time and spewing things that weren't true. Uh, it was on us to be the truth tellers. And through all of that, some of the economic message got lost. So I think it's really important that we recapture that. So many of the things we were talking about in the presidential primary, right? Workforce training, uh, making healthcare more affordable and expandable, certainly in your state, uh, with some of the limitations that the Republicans uh, have put on. College affordability, uh, doing something about climate change, working on our rural issues, especially childcare deserts, and uh, doing something about affordable housing in rural areas, uh, the opioid epidemic, mental health. There's just so much we can do to make progress. That's why I love the name of your group, Progress Iowa. So keep up your good work. Never give up hope. I can tell you this, our democracy depends on it. If you don't believe me, look at what we've just been through. Four years of it, but our democracy stayed strong. And a big part of why that is, is all of you. So have a happy holidays. I'm going to be thinking of all of you. And I can't wait to be down there again in person. Happy New Year and goodbye 2020. Thank you so much, Senator Klobuchar, for those inspiring remarks to cap off our event. Uh, and, and once again, I want to recognize and, and uh, congratulate our award winners. The, the winner of the Marsha Nichols Progressive Advocate of the Year, Sarah Ann Willette, and the winners of the Harkin Hero Award, State Representatives Phyllis, Phyllis Thede, Ross Wilburn, Akeo Abdul-Samad, Ruth Ann Gaines, and Ross Smith. It's also uh, State Representative Ross Smith's birthday, so happy birthday, Representative Smith. Um, and this event would not be possible without our financial sponsors. So a big shout out and, and a sincere thank you to Protect Our Care, the Iowa Federation of Labor, the Planned Parenthood Advocates of Iowa, uh, the United Auto Workers, AFSCME Council 61, and the Iowa State Education Association. And you also have uh, met some of our staff tonight, but I want to give them a specific thank you. They do a great job. Organizer Amy Adams and our Communications Director Ivy Beckenholt. We have three terrific board members as well that I want to recognize, Mark Langan, Melissa Peterson, and Danny Homan. So thank you to every one of you that have made tonight a success and really, uh, and really a fun holiday party for the eighth annual, for the, for, for our eighth annual uh, event. What a Week is produced by Progress Iowa as part of the Potluck Media Network and would not be possible without grassroots supporters like you. We are mixed and edited by Greg Howenstein. For more information, visit potluck.fm.